Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Uh, I'm Sato Ryoki from Iwate Prefecture, Japan. And how should I say? It's, it's really exciting for me to okay. see you, all you people and then give a Dharma talk. Can you imagine that? Uh, do, you, do you learn some sort of second languages? Do you, do you learn Spanish or something? German. German? Can you imagine that you're going to give a Dharma talk in German? In Germany. <laughs> right? So please be generous and then be, be compassionate for my English. Okay? Thank you very much. <laughs> so, uh, I'm a chief priest of my temple. It's called Togenji. It's north up from Tokyo, like 500 kilometers. Uh, how? Mile. In mile? 300 miles? Why don't you use the meat? <laughs> it's kind of like a universal, you know. <laughs> right, so, yeah, it's, it's kind of up north, the northern part of Japan. And then, do you know the, the huge earthquake, the 2011? Yes. The, that's the, the, the area that we had a, the huge earthquake and then tsunami. And the, the, the long, long course, like 300 kilometers, Maybe it's 160 miles or something? I don't know. I just rough. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, I'm, my temple is in the, in the mountain. So, m my temple didn't get any damage by, by tsunami, but, but by earthquake. The many uh, gravestones were fall down, and then I got, we got some cracks and things in, in our walls. And then in my city, like it's called Ichinoseki City, there are like 400, for more than 400 housings were broken down by earthquake. So, but that the damage of tsunami loss by tsunami is quite huge. Uh, do you know the the number of the the people who washed away the tsunami? Twenty thousand. 20,000 people died. It isn't huge. So, so my temple is in, in, the, in the countryside, in the mountain, but at that day, 2011, uh, March 11th, I visited the, the Kamaishi city, which is on the coastal area, and I was attending the kind of uh, seminar as a, as a teacher, a guest teacher, Thing. That seminar got started from 2.30 p.m. and then earthquake happened at 2.45. Mm. So, like actually, kind of right now, that after I finished my introducing myself, that the earthquake had happened and the alert was like, you know, how do you say, like, okay, they're like, Alert or everywhere, like wah, 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 wah. Yeah. that huge tsunami will come. So people should, you know, please evacuate from your building to toward the evacuation site, something like that. And then you know, I evacuated from the building where the the were in the seminar. But the but the, I could come to the evacuation site, but I I heard 
the radio told, radio said, and the radio shout that there is a huge earthquake in Ichinoseki city. The the most the, the most damaged area is should be Ichinoseki city where my temple is, right? So I couldn't help moving and then you know going back to my temple and I decided to take my car and then drive out from that city, but I need to pass the the lowest area to to pass that city into the Tuatamante side, and then just before the the mountains, I I should I should, I should go over the the bridge over the river, just in front of the the river. I stopped with the traffic jam because the all the electricity was down and the signal all signals were down. So in front of the the river, I I see that tsunami is coming. From the river, so I saw the water level is is quite high already. Like it, that the the surface of the water is touching the the bridge at the time, and then above above the water, the tsunami is coming, like with the, the white bubbles and things, and wow. So I was it was like it was like nightmare or. Hollywood movie or something, yeah. you know. That's because of you. You made a, a t- tons of Hollywood <laughs> movie and then export to like all over the world and you know. I can't tell which is the reality and which is you know the, the science fiction something. So, anyways, you know, right? I can't imagine it. It's it's happening like that reality as a reality, but then my body felt like you know, oh, this is something wrong, and then I opened the. The window, not the door. Uh, it, it's it's too it's too too scary to open the door. So I opened the window. I don't know like, like subconsciously I decided in my mind and then I opened the window and I climbed up on the roof. The tsunami came into the, the the city, and then my car was is floating with the with the the tons of water like and then you know. Behind my car, there is a, a kind of truck with with many gravels. How do you pronounce gravel? Gravel. Gravel. You're good. I know. <laughs> gravels. So you know that truck looks kind of you know a little more stable than my car because my car is already you know floating on the on the water. So. And moving, moving toward the truck, I, I asked that the driver on the on the roof of the truck, and then can I jump on your truck? I, he said, okay, yes, sure, you can you can come. And then I jumped on the the roof of the truck, and then the water was getting high. Excuse me. Yes, that the water is getting higher and higher. And then stop just under my knee, and on the roof of the truck. So, and then the tsunami is a kind of wave. So wave, you know, behaves like come and back, I'm come and go back. And then the first one came up to, you know, like here. And then goes down before like ten minutes or so uh, after ten minutes or something, and then 
the second one can come back and then people on the roof and the, or in the rooftop they shout me like you know the next one is coming and I was like you know oh what can I do for that and then you know the the only choice I can take is just you know just waiting the, the next one but the wave by wave the sea level like water level is going down and down and down so the, after the seventh tsunami seventh wave I can see the the ground and then you know I just made up my mind to jump off from the truck and then jump off from the truck and then run up to the hill there's a, a kind another evacuation site of the it's uh, of uh, kindergarten, I think. And then I run up to the, the kindergarten and then, you know, this is how I could save my life at the time. So I spent uh, two and a half hour on the roof of the truck. And then I've, I've been seeing the, the you know, whole the city was flooded and then washed away by tsunami because, you know, the water level is up high here, so it was like I'm standing on on the surface of the water, and the older city was, you know, under the water. And then I I could I could hear the many screamings and the, you know the sound of you know something something are bursting like by the pressure of the water. So the bah 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 bah, bah. and then. Task there, help me, or, or you know, or someone is someone there, or give me a rope, or something like that. And I could hear the, the these kind of voices, and but I couldn't do anything with it, with these. But you know, from the roof of the truck, I could see the the two guy is you know hanging on the, uh, grabbing the uh, electricity pole. How, how do you say that? Mm-hmm. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Am I good? Mm-hmm. Good enough? Okay. <laughs> so, you know, I, I shout him to give an advice and you should climb up the, the, the pole and then you can, you can jump on the, the roof of that building and then, you know, okay, you can, you can climb up the vending machine and then you can open the, open the window of the, the house and you can come in and then... So I could save two, two guys from that, that tsunami. So, you know, that was good. And I was kind of lucky. I didn't see anyone who were in the water. So, anyways, that, that moment changed my life and it changed my attitude for practicing also and uh, how, the attitude toward how to live my every day and every moment and then also you know yeah that changes everything let's take one deep breath together (laughs) and then feeling like you know oh okay I'm alive here and I'm so happy to being alive So, so I'll, I'll give you a Dharma talk. Uh, I named it uh, Life of the, of the Three Gifts. One gift is this 
you know, the gift is you are alive right here, right now, you know. The, the, with, by that tsunami, 20,000 people died. But me, why not? Can you, can you answer this question? Why 20,000 people died? Why they died? They should die. But why, why not me? Of course, the, the, the same question is, can be for you as well, you know. You may, lo you, you may have lost your, a member of your family or friends or younger sister, brother. You may have lost your children or something, but not you. Why you are here being alive? Can you answer this? Now, I was kind of really, I have been really struggling with this question and then the finally I kind of gave up to think about it and then you know I just decided to take it as it is like you know what it happened is just it happened you know I can't change it and I can't it's kind of easy to think about that the story behind the, the why it happens with my <coughs> ego thing but you know the the fact is that tsunami happened, and then I'm alive. That's a, the simple truth for, for myself and the truth, true reality. I can take it. So the first gift for me is I am alive here. And also I, I can say you are alive. This is the, the huge, precious gift. And then pretend to be a, a Buddhist teacher uh, this gift could be the password to open your door of your wisdom. Uh, you know, that, 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 that's another question to what is wisdom and you know, how to open the, the door toward wisdom. Okay, so I go next. The next, the second gift. I will talk about second gift. After the tsunami, I try to visit people like who are affected by tsunami, like people who lost their housing and their family and their jobs and their children, grandchildren or grandfather, mother. And then they're living like many, like, you know, a million people are living, have been living in temporary housing and ev evacuation temporary housing. So I visit these kind of people to, to have a cup of tea and coffee just that's that's all I can do because you know I can't get rid of their sorrow and then you know their sadness or despair I just say despair the opposite word of hope despair, despair. am I good <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking I'm sorry as a priest or as a Buddhist priest what can you say to these kind of people? Can you teach the teaching of Buddhism in front of the people who lost their three children and wife and the housing and the, ha and the, the job and the graves and their altar, their temple, like everything? 
I, could, I couldn't say like anything, nothing, nothing at all. I felt like I'm really, really useless as Buddhist teacher, Buddhist priest. The only thing I can do is just, you know, I can't help. I can't help staying in my temple. Because something is, you know, like moving in my, in my heart. You know, I, can't, I can't help doing something for these people. So the only thing I could do is just bring a good tea and, and green tea, of, of course, and then some sweets, you know, and then to have a tea, tea time with these kind of people and just listen to their story or whatever they talk, whatever they want to share with, with us. So, you know, time by time I visit these kind of people and then having tea time, they got started to talk about their, you know, their experience and their loss, their sadness, and this, their, you know, despair, something like that. And then, after listen, listening to their story, still I can't do anything with this things, you know, I can't help, I can't change, you know. Well, can you say something? Okay, let's do that thing together. That your sorrow and your despair will, will be gone. Can you say that? Just, the only thing I, I could do is, you know, bring some coffee and cry with them for maybe half a year or something, you know. Only thing I could do is just bring tea and coffee and listening to these people and then cry together. But I, I felt I'm so useless at the time. But, but I'm really useless for these people as a Buddhist priest, but they become really the kind of <coughs> empowered, you know, by sharing their story and then I listen to their, their story and I take it a part of their, you know, sorrow or their sadness, something like that. So I feel, I, I feel like really use, useless, but they, they look kind of a little bit happier than, you know, before I, I came and visited them, right? So one day, one day I visited a gymnasium and with young young priest and with cup with coffee and green tea and sweets and then we had a uh, tea time together with the 10, 15 people and then you know we talk about uh, uh, very you know casual things you know what did you did you have in, I have a uh, you know the omelette in the in the morning and you know my my husband is, is going. Get starting walking or something like that, and then after after all, uh, we finished the the tea time and we are in the parking all the stuff and the the manager of the evacuation site temporary housing, he asked the people, like, you know, okay now we we had a the young priest to you know to have a uh, tea time together so. We, we don't have anything to express or 
appreciation for these priests, like for me. So let's just clap our hands, like all together. Then they clap their hands, you know, with like a hundred people in the one gymnasium. Like, it was so touching for me, you know. I felt still, I'm really useless for this huge disaster, you know. But still, I feel like I could do something. Some, it might be something really small, but still, I could do something for these people. And then that kind of deep, deep joy will drive me to come again and come to to visit them and then also live my day, you know. That kind of deep joy makes my day and it will make another day. Right? So the second gift is I really want to be a gift for others. I want to use my life as a gift for others because that makes me really, really happy, like deep, deep happiness, right? This is the second gift I took from that, that experience. And then as a Buddhist pre teacher, pretending to be a teacher, it will, the, the second gift, you know, the joy of giving, the joy of gifting is a passport to open your door to the compassion, right? I'll have a, a sip of water. May I? Thank you. Help yourself. <laughs> what time is it now? <laughs> you're, you're the timekeeper, please. No, you keep me, watching there. It's eh? only 15 till, right? Yes, it's, yes. It's 16 till, so. Oh, wow. Okay, let's go to the, the last one, the third gift. The life as the, the, the gift. The third gift is, so now, after, after all, I realize that the, the, the thing I really want to do with the deep joy is helping, helping people, especially children and young mothers and young couples and things. For the future of our, our world, that makes me really, uh, leads me toward the really, really deep uh, happiness or deep, how do you say in English? Happy in Spanish? Felicidad. Felicidad? Mucha felicidad. So, you know, so I focus on the to, to help the the children and then the kids. So I do what I do is uh, helping the the kids the who were affected by tsunami, but they're really really uh, afraid of you know living near the ocean. And then, but we secure the the place and time to let them play. On the, in the ocean or in the water so we help the, these kind of kids to let them play 
and then let them enjoy the life with water and then on living in the, the coastal area. So that's one thing I'm, I'm doing, I'm really enjoying doing right now. And then another one is I open my temple for the, the older kids. This, and then once, once in a while, and then we call it Adventure Playful Temple <laughs> or something like that. And I allow the older kids to do anything you, you want to do in the temple. And then they ask me, like, can I hit that drum? And can I hit the, the belt? And then can I, you know, throw that, that Zafu cushion or something? <laughs> <laughs> and then, okay, I, I'm like, I say, of course, yes. <laughs> this is the place for you, right? Because you know, kids, kids are having a, a kind of tough time in, in you know, this the modern, modern time, right? There should be a good and nice in, in their family, and then they need to take care of their, their, you know, you know, their mothers and the fathers' you know, mental condition or something, and then they should do, you know, study in a, study in a, in a school, and then they should be kind of uh, play a role in the, their small community and things, and you know. So I would say, you know, okay, this is a temple, the, the place you can do anything you are forbidden in your family and your school. You can do anything. You can put the fire on the, on the log and things, not on the, in the temple. No, not <laughs> <laughs> but you can you know, play with the fire, with the, you know, the... What's the name? Leaves? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Leaves and things, pine, I mean, you know. Pine needles. We have pine needles, and you, know, you can run around the temple, and you can climb up the, the, the cliff behind the temple and things, and you can climb that tree that you have a big tree, and it's good to, to climb up, you know. So I just opened the, the temple for the, the, all the kids and also the young couple to be, you can, you can be yourself here, and you can be, safe here, you know, you'll be protected by, you know, the ancestor spirit and the Buddha spirit and Buddhahood and then the people, Sangha people, Sangha member. So don't worry about it to be here. You can come and you can stay anytime and then you can be relaxed at home or more than at home. So this is another thing I'm trying to do to open the temple for the, the everyone, like especially for children. Adventure Playful Temple. That's all. I, that's the name I gave. So, so this is the third gift. I want to give the future. If I think about the future, their future, or the long-term future, uh, I'm reforesting our, our forest behind my temple. You know, the reforesting is kind of like takes, uh, you know, very long time, like a hundred, like two hundred, three hundred years, but I can I imagine that you know maybe after five hundred years, our forest will be like you know like primitive forest, you know like five hundred years old forest, and the people will come and you know, oh this forest is is just amazing, and you know I feel really really, really vital, and then I, I'm so happy to be here, and then you know. 
who got started this? I'm like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> this is it. I am here. From Pure Land or something. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I never go there. So. <laughs> I just imagine that. Right? So, you know, think about that the better future makes me, you know, step forward a little bit and uh, do something very daily things like, you know, wash dishes and, you know, eat breakfast and then treat children or see people. But if you think about that better future, that my attitude is changed. More, you know, joyful and more playful and more hopeful. So the third gift I took from the tsunami is the, to give the future. So that's all I need. I, I got to talk. Three gifts. One is, first gift is I am alive, being alive is the gift. The second gift is, uh, I just want to, I want to be a gift for others. The third gift, the last gift is, I want to gift the future, better future. So that drives me a go forward and then, you know, that encouraged me to practice. I don't like the, the word practice. I, 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 I would say explore, explore my life, you know, with joy and playfulness. And then also, uh, we are living the awareness of being Interbeing in this world. So the third gift, uh, gift to give the future, might be the Paschal, pretend to be a teacher, that might be the Paschal to open the door of interbeingness, aware, awareness of interbeingness. So I'm really, really happy to be here and share my, my story, and, and then I'm so happy to see these all. Dharma friend, let's enjoy exploring our life and with joy and carefulness and playfulness. Thank you very much.